Wedding planning is extra. Wedding planning is a lot. Wedding planning is overwhelming. Take a beat and enjoy being engaged for a little while. Then join us as we help you understand what things you need to think about before you dive in deep. Let's get married. You got engaged. Congratulations. Happy? Yes. Joyful time? Of course. Now what? Timelines, to-do list, and checklist? 100%. Don't worry. You're in the right place. Welcome to The Ring, The Bling, and All the Things. Hi, I'm Christina Stubblefield, one of your hosts, along with my two good friends, Michael Gaddy and Sharon Rumsey. We have over 50 years of wedding industry experience between us. We have seen it, heard it, done it, and found a way around it. We are here to get you from down on one knee to down the aisle. Our podcast will cover everything from you saying yes to the I do's and all that happens in between. So buckle up and enjoy the journey. Now, let's get started with this episode. Before we dive into this episode, I want to share a listener of the week. This listener unfortunately, they did not share their name with us, says, great podcast for brides. If you're planning a wedding, this is the podcast for you. You will learn so many great tips to help make your big day amazing. Thank you so much for everyone that's taken time to write a review for us on whatever your favorite podcast platform is. Mike, Sharon, I know we have a great episode. Who's going to start this one off? I'll be happy to start it off. Okay, go for it. So tonight, we're going to talk about first things first. Those four or five things that you absolutely have to wrap your mind around before you can move forward with your wedding planning. That's awesome. Mike, are you going to get a word in edgewise here? So what do you recommend, Sherry? <laughs> See, guys, how they always treat Sharon, we don't always pick on you. Sometimes me and you pick on Mike, but we have... No? No. Okay. But we've got some great tips in this episode, right? We really do. And I will take one for the team and get us started off. Awesome. Let's go. So I think one of the first things a bride needs to do, and we've talked about this before, is have an open and frank discussion with everyone involved in this wedding about the budget. Who's paying for what? Who's going to be responsible for what? Because we kind of have to know how much money we have to spend in order to move forward in our wedding planning. Having this discussion will absolutely avoid hurt feelings later on down the line, and it also will kind of let your wedding planner or your vendors know um, how much you have to spend and where to, to take you in your wedding planning process. You know, like if, if we have a X amount of budget, then we're going to look at these venues. If we have a Y budget, we might look at different venues. So that's a really important thing to hash out in the beginning. Well, and when you sit down and you come up with a total budget, you have, I think you have, a diagram like where so much spent on flowers, so yes. much is spent on food, so much is spent on DJ. And then that come, makes it, their budget may not be really a reality. So after they go th to a few venues or places or vendors, 
they can adjust that budget in ways, correct? Yeah, I can usually tell them at the beginning if they tell me a number. And say you tell me your budget is $25,000 and you tell me that you want all these florals and I know those florals are going to cost $20,000. We can't get a venue, feed everyone and hire a DJ for the 5,000 we have left. Well, and that thing, that's one thing too. I think that brides need to prioritize what's more important to them. Yeah. If the flowers are more important or the food is more important or maybe the music is more important. Sharon, one of the things that I think about when you were just talking about that it really helps you put together kind of a map to map out what their most important items are. And you can save a person so much time because if if they're thinking they have $1,500 to spend on a venue, but the type of venue they want is three, four, or $5,000, some conversations need to take place before you spend any more time meeting with other vendors because you're also taking their time as well. It's really so much more than just saving a person time. I mean, there's stress. There's a whole lot of other things with that. Well, that's that's why one of my first questions when we have our initial consultation is what element of the wedding is most important to you? Is it the atmosphere? If that's the answer, I need an epic DJ. I need some awesome lighting. Is it the food? Is it floral? Is it the overall look of the wedding? So I need to understand what's most important to that bride because it's different for every single person. So what's most important to her? Not only does that tell me where to focus my energy, but it also tells me where is what do I need to cut if that budget starts going over. So whatever she tells me is most important, it would be the last thing that I would recommend cutting. Mm, that's smart. You better bring me the bride that has most important with flowers. I do, I do. <laughs> uh, the biggest thing, the the biggest worry on wedding day. What do, what do you see going on when people say? So that? that's another question that I always ask my brides to wrap their head around when they sit down and talk about wedding planning. What is their biggest worry about the next twelve months, eight months, however long we have? What's the biggest worry about planning? Once she wraps her head around that, first of all, it reinforces that she probably needs some help because it is usually not knowing what to do when or not having time to do everything and do it correctly and do it when it should be done. Well, in today's society, too, with people wrapped up in their jobs, their other family, people are so busy, they need a professional to help them plan. Then the next question I ask them is, what is their biggest worry when they think about wedding day? Believe it or not, and I'm in a group of wedding planners on Facebook, and we've actually all talked about this before. Almost every bride has some type of bad dream leading up to her wedding. And oftentimes they'll share them with me, um, but they have some type of, of dream that they keep having, a recurrent dream over and over and over again. And it's usually the biggest worry about their wedding. Some of them worry about falling, so they'll dream repeatedly that they fall. Other ones dream that the caterer didn't show up, and so everyone's there and there's no food. But once I start to hear those biggest worries, what usually comes out is that they are just worried about the day being chaotic, and they are worried about forgetting something, everything not falling into place on on the right timeline. So... 
I think if you just can kind of wrap your head around all your worries and get rid of the ones that just don't make any sense. Like I had one bride that dreamed she saw a snake. And when she saw a snake, she jumped and she fell off the curb and she knocked all of her front teeth out in her wedding dress, ready to walk down the aisle. That's a silly dream. That's a nightmare. That's a nightmare. And she kept having it night after night after night. But if you continually dream that you're running behind, or if you're at work and you're trying to focus, but you start worrying that your wedding day is going to be chaos, then we know that that's an area that we need to be extra careful and make sure that your timeline is just dot, 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 and every I is dotted, every T is crossed, and you you go into that day ready and prepared so that it, things aren't chaotic and you can relax and be a guest at your own wedding. Well, I see a lot of weddings, and if I can give any advice to anyone, it would be to have a day of planner or a whole planner because the ones that I see that is chaos is the one that doesn't have a planner and mom and the bride are the ones making sure everything runs smoothly. And you know what? That's the last thing on their mind when it comes to that day. They're worried about getting their fingers, their nails done, their hair done, and their makeup, and they're not worried about, okay, is the caterer going to be there on time? Is the flowers showed up when they're supposed to be there? And so on. So it's so important to have someone designated to make sure that, you know, so they don't have to worry about it that day. Yeah, and it's amazing sometimes to brides to find out the things a wedding planner handles on their wedding day that they knew nothing about. I'll have brides all the time that when they get back from their honeymoon, they'll text me and they'll be like, oh my gosh, my bridesmaid told me you handled this and this and this. I had no idea. And what that does is make me feel really great because it means I did my job. So if there's not someone in place to handle all those things, they're going to go to the bride or they're going to go to the mother of the bride. And that person then becomes a worker at this wedding and not a VIP at the wedding. And really, you don't want a friend for a close friend to handle it. Because you need you know someone what? experienced. That close friend, what are they going to do? Well, let me go ca- call the bride. Let me yeah, ask let the me bride. Go ask. Let me go call mom. And that's just as bad. So if you have a person professionally hired to do that job, then no one has to worry about it. You know, that's another <clears> thing too. This is a little bit off track, but I mean, just for an example, when brides and moms comes and say, oh, I can save money by doing my own boat of candles or doing my own vases. Why would you spend that money and travel from point A to point B to try to gather those vases up where you can hire a professional to do it and let them do it all yourself? You don't have to worry about setting them up. You don't have to worry about taking them away. And it's just another one less thing that you're going to have to stress about I or think worry about. Having professionals in place that do this weekend after weekend after weekend, you know, just the same as I wouldn't try to come into your floral shop and make floral arrangements because that's your area of expertise. It's not what I do. I, I think that when, when we try to put our friends and family in place of a wedding professional, not only are we probably buying more stress for ourselves, but we're stressing those people out because you're asking them to step out of their comfort zone and to do something they aren't trained or experienced enough to do. Well, one of the things I think about is you can you can have a plan, you can get there to that day, but you don't know what's going to come up. And you don't know what you don't know. And those professionals, they've probably come across that in the past. And like you mentioned, can handle it with no scene. 
you not even knowing anything went on until you find out after your honeymoon. That's one of the things that I think people don't realize is what all can happen during that live event. It's happening right then and there. There's no do-overs. We've, you can go back and listen to some of our past episodes about that. There's so many things intertwined here in that event. 100%. And I think that it's, I just can't say enough how important it is to, again, establish that A-team, get wedding professionals in every single category, and then you go get your hair and makeup done, take your mom with you, and be a guest at your own event. I think, too... You know, we're talking about what all a couple needs to wrap their head around as once they're engaged, take a beat, take a few months, weeks to enjoy being engaged. But before you start planning, we've we've talked about going over your budget, deciding what element of the wedding day is most important to you, deciding what your biggest worry is with planning what your biggest worry is on wedding day. And once you've wrapped your head around all those things and you can give good, solid answers for those things, the next question is, think about what style best describes your vision for your wedding. And don't give me some generic, I want it to be pretty. What style describes your wedding? Or romantic. I mean, that doesn't say much. Okay, but what do you mean adjectives? Use adjectives. Is it boho chic? Is it rustic country? You know, you really need to get an idea of what your vision is. Most most brides, when you close your eyes and you picture that reception space, they're going to see something. When they close their eyes and they just picture, and I ask this at every consultation, just take a beat, close your eyes, what does this room look like? And when I do that, those adjectives start coming out and they can tell me what they see for their wedding I'm going to take those words and I'm going to take them with me to every appointment we have. I'm going to tell it to the florist and the caterer and the lighting person. So I think it's just really, really important to know your vision. And if it doesn't have a name, just jot down those adjectives and we'll come up with a name for your vision. Very good point. Very good point. I love that. This is all really good information. I mean, you're laying the foundation for all of their wedding planning. Yep. This is all where it starts. That's really good. All right, what else we got? Your next step should be to call your qualified wedding planner. No, I'm just teasing. (laughs) After that, of course. No, that should be first. Yes, that's true. That should be first. But um, (laughs) once we know these things and once we've wrapped our head around these and we have them down pat, then it's time to start booking your vendors. And I think we're going to talk about um, that at length at a later time. That's been really good. I mean, this little bit of information, I think, can make a world of difference with planning. I know you've been doing this a long time, Mike, and if you've got some of this core foundation part. If you've got that down, everything else will run very smooth. And I want to say a tip, too, that don't, just because everybody else is doing something, don't feel like you have to do what they did or what they're going to do. Be your own person. Be yourself. Do your own style. Don't care about what anybody else thinks. Do what you want. Do you. 100%. Do you. Do you. On that note, I think we can close this episode out. Hope you found that this was helpful information. And we would love to hear about your wedding planning. Visit our website, send us a message, find us on social media. And until next time, good luck with all of your wedding planning and take care.
Thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Ring, The Bling, and All the Things. If you like what you heard, make sure to hit the subscribe button to get notified of upcoming episodes. You can also visit our website, The Ring, The Bling, and All the Things.com for past episodes. And make sure to connect with us on social media. If you would like to help us get the word out about this podcast, make sure to share with your family, your friends, and anyone you know in the wedding business.